Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now Everything I learned from movies Helps to make life a little bit groovy With a one-life splat holes of gratuitous boobies It's time to get busy with your friend Steven Izzy It's 1976's Grizzly. Yeah. But we are not alone. No, no, we are not. We're joined by a very special guest. Uh, I forgot to ask, Jason or JP? Um, <clears throat> it depends. Okay. Yeah, it, it really depends. Um, JP's fine. Jason Petros Thanks. is fine as well. Um, or, you know, Hey Handsome works real well, too. We have Hey yeah. Handsome yes. from the... No, it's <laughs> 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 Network. Uh, yes, we have Jason slash JP slash Hey Handsome from the Brewing Network joining us. Jason, welcome. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Excellent. And uh, what uh, you're, you're a fellow podcaster, from what I understand. That's true. <laughs> That's correct. I uh, I'm a co-host slash host on the Session, which is all on the Brewing Network, and then uh, Doctor Homebrew on the Brewing Network as well, and then uh, Heads and Tails, which is if you're into craft spirits, the stories behind your favorite craft spirit. Mm. Um, there's that, and then uh, I also have. A podcast of my own called Ears Up. It's about Disneyland, a little bit of Disney World um, that I do with a bunch of people out of my house. So very, very familiar with the in-home setup. And the Disneyland was about like the history of Disneyland. Yeah, we do history of Disneyland. We do uh, you know future stuff. We we have segments that we call like armchair Imagineering, and where we kind of come up with a ride on our own, (laughs) or if we you know do a ride based on a movie. Like if you had to refresh. This ride, what would it be? And um, so, like, we did one with um, 
Mr. Lincoln, the great moments of Mr. Lincoln and Disney. Mm-hmm. I know you guys are Disney yeah. people. Disney oh, yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then Terrence said we sh- he we should uh, Disneyland should remake that uh, attraction into Abraham Lincoln uh, Vampire Hunter. Yes, yes. sold. Agreed. Sold. <laughs> I told him to get out. So um, <laughs> he's no longer with us. What they and uh, you know, run on top of cattle and throw them at each other. <laughs> and I think it would be it's great. Like they were horses, Steve. Oh, horses, and sorry, you do sorry. it in the same style as it's a small world, except for you have to duck horses flying at your head. Come on, <laughs> this is a ride. <laughs> like the the boulder in Indiana Jones comes out. You think the horse is going to land on you? Um, exactly. Kind of a reverse police academy thing where he goes into <laughs> yeah. the, um, but uh, yeah I'm, I'm glad to be here I'm excited to get out of the house and uh, do some podcasting <laughs> excellent yeah. you know? well, well it sounds like you have some experience so <laughs> yeah yeah I'm ready I'm ready so you can definitely teach us um, before we get into the movie though I don't know about you guys I'm a little thirsty yes so we start with the drink I brought some beers you guys Ooh. want to do some beers <laughs> excellent guess um <laughs> I see, not that one. So, on the show the other night, on the session, we had... Uh, you like a Berliner Weiss? We do. Yeah. We had Family Business Beer Company, um, which is... Uh, thank you very much. Which is in... Uh, they say Austin, Texas, but it's technically called Dripping Springs, which um, Austin sounds a little <laughs> bit better. Um, yeah, but it's uh, owned by uh, Mr. Uh, Handsome Jensen Ackles from Supernatural. Ooh, Dean Winchester. Uh, yes, sir. Yeah. Not to be fe- confused with his brother, who's Dean on Gilmore Girls. That's right. That's what my wife told me. I was like, I don't know what's going on. And um, so this is a 3.7% uh, Berliner Weiss. Yeah, the guy, the brewer Nate, super nice dude, real knowledgeable guy. Uh, apparently, the Ackles family bought like 15 acres of land down in uh, Drooping Springs and built built the brewery and he was telling me all about uh, I would assume that Jensen would just kind of throw Hollywood money at it yeah, yeah. but no he built like uh, Jared his co-host like came down and like helped build the walk-in oh wow like they they do stuff so, uh, on the brewery and apparently um, Jensen's wife kind of checks in every once in a while in the, in the tap room and like slings beers at people and, and everybody they they kind of come and, and it's a really like a family thing which I thought was really cool yeah. I like that kind of story yeah. you know, he has enough money to hire contractors but no, yeah, yeah, I, I would think it'd be like a supernatural fan club kind of hangout or something like well, that well apparently it is and so we talked to Nate at, 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 not really at length but um, about uh, what it's like to make beers for people who aren't necessarily beer people because they go just to see if Jensen's going to be there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But so it's like a pilgrimage. So he goes, you know, I have probably the most pressure of anybody in the beer industry. And it's kind of true. Because you have, like, if you if you don't know anything about beer, but you know Jensen Ackles owns this place and you want to go, like, worship at yeah. the temple, which yeah. I do too. You know, you go and you go, I don't know anything about beer. So his beers are kind of, I don't want to say in the middle of the road, but they still have a lot of character. But they're not overblown like a lot of craft can yeah just yeah, they, to they be don't go over the top it's more just kind of right down the middle yeah. like hey this is beer try it out it's like great. this is a <laughs> this is a berliner vice it's not super um tart it's not super tangy it's kind of right yeah. down the middle uh, we got a, a pale a- no a session ipa an imperial stout and the imperial stout is kind of almost like a robust porter in a way it's just it's really good and uh, i don't know they do good stuff down there so i thought you guys would appreciate that yeah absolutely. yeah this is delightful it's super clean it's not funky like some sometimes they get a little funky it's nice and bright a little bit tart but not not too crazy this is a delicious beer it's super chill right and Mm -hmm. he was saying that they do um over the bar there they do a um a version with watermelon and basil 
Mm. And he goes, and it just sells out. Oh, I bet. People are going nuts for it. Well, especially in Texas where it's hot. Yes. Like something like this would be perfect. Just right. light yeah. and crisp. He said it was like 95 degrees with like 90% humidity. Yeah. And like, oh. there's no way. Oh, man. I hope they get air conditioning in that tap room. Yeah. <laughs> but these were, yeah, these were hand filled. They don't distribute. So it's even better that unless you're there, you can't, you can't drink this. So a little bit of. A little bit of Texas here for you guys. Excellent. So, thank, thank you. So <clears throat> thank you to uh, Mr. Eccles. Uh, yeah. We'll be reaching out for an interview. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently he, he homebrewed. Oh, really? Yeah, for like a couple of years. So And, and so then I heard that. I'm like, well, I don't know if it was like the Jim Cook like homebrewed where the story <laughs> in the industry did, did is like. once or twice and thought, I could throw some money at this. No. I, I, <laughs> the, the rumor is, and, and I, hopefully I'm far enough removed, where like, he ha, I mean, he has an MBA from like Harvard, right? So yeah. Yeah. he had the business plan and then he homebrewed once to say he did it because that was his marketing plan yeah. and, that, and yeah. that was like really it. I'm like, that I bu- that I buy, but apparently Jensen and his like brother-in-law Gino, the other owner, were brewing for like three or four years. They were homebrewers. Yeah. Like I could, that's dope. I'm not gonna lie that that feels very on brand for him. Doesn't like, it though? Like I could see him like I made this cider in my trailer. Drink <laughs> 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 No, Jensen, you know there's like. There's like a green grocer just down the road, right? <laughs> right. No, but I made this. Yeah. It's cloudy. I know. It's, okay, it's fine. <laughs> Why does it smell like a rhino fart? Because it's supposed to. Because <laughs> it's magic. <laughs> so grizzly. Uh, so grizzly. <laughs> yeah. Which, by the way, listen to that trailer. It's like none of that stuff ever happened in the movie. No. <laughs> some of the I mean, some of the dialogue was, is like, did they? Is it? Is it remember that happening and, was, and I don't remember that happening but there was know. a lot of growling and screaming that was uh that was definitely yeah. on point but, that's uh, true that's true <laughs> yeah no no and the the thing about uh the campers come in and leave their picnic baskets and the bears clean it up the uh I'm blanking on his name but the guy who was dressed as a deer for half the movie said that Scott yeah, Scott, Scott yeah, when he yeah. came back when he, right when he came back to town and he was all he was all angsty <laughs> That's well, like, that's true. That's right. You're making the Yogi Bear jokes. And yeah. I was yeah. like, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Jellystone Park taught us one thing is that picnic baskets are free range game for uh, bears, man. Oh, I, I have a friend who worked at a Donner National Park for part of his degree for a summer, and he has a great video saved of a black bear going up to a little tiny hatchback, ripping the hatchback off of it, gently pulling the uh, ice chest out, taking the lid off, eating all the food putting the lid back on and walking away. Uh, <laughs> I don't you, doubt it. And you can hear all of the rangers laughing in the background and the last little bit of it is one of the rangers goes, well, somebody's getting a ticket for fu- for feeding the bears. <laughs> <laughs> this hatchback door like laying next to the car. Yeah. That's why you don't, you don't keep stuff in the car, man. There's so many good videos of bears getting into cars through sunroofs oh, yeah. and just going to town on that interior. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, well, I, mean, what, I, I don't think they could be nice to it. <laughs> going no. through the sunroof and just, ooh, don't want to interrupt anybody in here. Yeah, let me just <laughs> gently remove this cake. Yeah. Is this Corinthian leather? <laughs> <laughs> that is lush. <laughs> I like your bear voice, by the way, Steve. <laughs> It's a good bear voice. It's a good bear voice. Yeah. <laughs> that is lush, baby. Yeah. Uh, but Grizzly. Yes. Grizzly. From director William Girdler. Who's he, Steve? Oh, I'm glad you asked. He has done other movies, including Three on a Meat Hook, The Get Man <laughs> slash The Zebra Killer, Sheba Baby, that's a Pam Greer classic. Oh. Hmm. Uh, this, Project Kill, Day of the Animals, 
And the Manitou? M-A-N-I-T-O-U? Manitou? Okay. Uh, unfortunately, he passed away in 1979, though. Oh. Yeah. Was but, this his last? Was this his opus? His... <laughs> I believe this was his peak, uh, possibly Day of the Animals after that, but yeah, okay. the, the Manitou was the last one, and I've never heard of that. But, uh... Three on a meat hook. Three why, on a meat hook. I wonder why three. Why not two or four? Is, is four too much, I'm... but two's not enough, so you got to find the sweet spot? It might have been the third in a trilogy. Oh, <laughs> one, on, one on a meat hook is kind of like, eh, didn't do well. Well, you know, I mean, it's the Holy Trinity, so. That's true. That's true. <laughs> they wanted to call it Trinity on a meat hook, but they thought that was a little too uh, exorcist-y. No. <laughs> uh, and of course, uh, Christopher George as Michael Kelly, yeah. Andrew Preen as Don Stober, mm. and Richard Jackal as the aforementioned Arthur Scott. Yeah. <laughs> I love animal exploitation films. This whole month has been all of my favorite movies. And Grizzly is a great one. <laughs> it's everything you want. It's animals going crazy. <laughs> it's true. It's, uh, it's, it's everything you want and a lot of what you don't. I don't know what you're talking about. It's pure gold. <laughs> if you want to watch a grizzly bear go through and eat a bunch of campers, this is your movie. <laughs> true <laughs> although he seems to prefer to eat women <laughs> he really does yeah <laughs> yeah they're the but the, maybe the fourth victim is a guy yeah maybe. um yeah, yeah i think it was number five well number five technically was uh the pair cub according to my count anyway the hunter he just chased him down the mountain yeah Mm -hmm. yeah yeah, Mm -hmm. he got away um so yeah basically quick summation of this movie if you haven't figured out already uh have you seen jaws it's basically that but in a forest with bears uh i'm sorry i think people in this podcast might be more familiar with you've seen orca the killer whale it's like that but with a grizzly bear on land (laughs) no that's more like jaws the revenge with a killer whale (laughs) because vengeance you know what this Um, is missing though Orca abortion. <laughs> yes, yes, in this movie, deep in the forest of Colorado. I yes. don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure where this is supposed to take place. Yeah, yeah. Where do you think it's like Mammoth? Mammoth I think it was. Like um, God, I thought I read somewhere that were shot in Georgia, but it sure didn't oh, look like Georgia. You check the fun facts. Yeah. Um, we saw, we noticed we made that notation at the end of the film. You know, I'm just gonna say let's pretend it's Tahoe. There you go. Well, you know, bring it a little close to home. It didn't seem like Georgia because there weren't a whole uh, as as many cars on blocks as I thought there would be. <laughs> um, but <clears throat> I mean, you know, moonshiners out there somewhere. Yeah, for sure. And zombies walking around. I, 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 I saw on the news last week. Apparently, the zombies are pretty rampant. Oh, wow! Well, well, hopefully they'll open up zombie season early this year and just help you know thin out the population. They did say the new season's coming soon, though. <laughs> well, that's great. <laughs> the lottery for the for the past, you know. Let's do it. Uh, but yeah, uh, so yeah, busy weekend at the, at this national park. You know, rangers got a lady friend on the side, whatever that kind of thing. But um, <laughs> which was a weird dynamic that whole yeah because I, I, uh, he, he kind of looks like Lee Majors like you know being in his mid forties yeah uh, where she's he's like know, the 21. Kevin Bacon of of Lee Majors like he he did a, a couple of times have this weird Kevin Bacon esque like the thin lipped like pullback smile kind of thing and it was very very weird yeah smiling was not his forte <laughs> no but he did it a lot he tried he tried I feel like it was like the director he tried a lot. But he didn't He's need like, to be. He could have been like just like the stoic one. I would have been fine with that. Yeah, they, they all can't be James Garner. That's oh, true. No. <laughs> they should though. What if James Garner was fighting a grizzly bear? 
Oh. <laughs> this would be Steve's favorite. Is this nineteen seventy six James yes. Garner? Okay. Uh, no, uh, present uh, day James Garner's yes. Even early 90s James Garner. Yeah, yeah. No. like bear. Maverick days James Garner is no, probably that. But, no. but 70s Garner, I mean, yeah. that, that'd be a good fight. Peak Rockford Files James Garner. Oh, absolutely. Ready to fight a bear. Because he, he could take a punch. He could take one of the oh. swipes. Oh, yeah. he, he took sure. a punch every episode. He complained yeah. about it, but he would take it for sure. I think we had a concussion count at one point when we were watching the Rockford Files and we stopped in the 80s and I think that was like season 5. So. Right. That explained a lot. Yeah. Why he only charged $200 a day. Right. Uh, the, the first victims. Uh, there's two lovely ladies in flannel going camp. They're camping overnight, right? Like they've got the tent pitched no, and right. everything. I would imagine. So this is the confusing part. So yeah. they like they pitched their tent... They're getting ready to make dinner. The ranger comes up on horseback and says, Ladies, this is a pretty tricky part of the forest. They say, Don't worry, we'll come down after dinner. So apparently they just hike to the summit to pitch their... Pitch their tent, eat some dinner, (laughs) not use the tent at all, take it back down and... Wait, wait. Two lovely ladies wearing flannel want to be alone in the woods? Uh, Yeah, yeah. In the 70s? Yeah. They were close friends. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Very close. I mean, I mean, you don't want to camp with a stranger. No, no. That's when no. bad things happen. Right. Roommates, even. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know. Well, I think that they were there for at least a day because when they're coming, they're like, oh, I must have walked 10 miles. And then they come and sit down, and the fire is like, the flames are three feet high. And she kind of pokes at it. And like, first of all, yeah. that is fire safety. <laughs> is. Rule number one, two, and three, bro. What are you yeah. doing? <laughs> we'll leave a fire unintended in the, in the dry brush. And then. The uh, they try to build suspense with the the horse coming through and they get scared. Yeah. You didn't hear the horse go <laughs> in the in the woods with, with the curl. She heard they're both her hair with curl perfectly, oh, yeah. but they walk ten miles yeah. in flannel. <laughs> yeah, they, I don't know about you, I sweat looking at flannel, so I, <laughs> my, my hair wouldn't be uh, super curly. But yeah. I don't yeah, have not one twig. That's a fact. Yeah, not <laughs> one not one twig or spider web or anything in no, the hair. Or like <laughs> just nothing, man. Perfect eyeliner, but just the fire got me. It's like, wait a minute, hold on. <laughs> so I may have had a slight flaw in this movie because there's a Whoa. Three foot, I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I'm not trying to like break the illusion here. But there's the three foot fire. But then uh one of them notifies the other that basically she's gotta go take shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then the other one goes to start the fire. Huh. Because she's going to cook dinner. Yeah. <laughs> Continuity. The one gal grabs the toilet paper, walks off. The other gal goes to start the fire. <laughs> maybe, the, maybe the fire that was burning was it was just where they burn all the poop. Oh, poop fire. Yeah, no, poop that fire. That makes sense. Yeah. See? Keep, keep some mosquitoes away or something? Yeah, oh, yeah. 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 well, and especially considering how often the other gal has to poop, they have to keep that the all, fire burning all the time. That also explains why they weren't startled by the horse. They probably thought it was the other person farting. Oh. That's right. <laughs> Linda or Gertrude or whatever her name is. <laughs> oh, Esther. <laughs> Agnes, about, how dare you? <laughs> you talk about the setup for that though, the movie uh, where where they have the the the, the chopper pilot mumbling very incoherently into the into the microphone. Yeah. about the environment. Encroach your own territory. It's the most... It's like Boomhauer. Yeah, it's, it's the most low-def intro to a, a, a movie ever. And then to say, like, yeah, we're basically going to... We can keep this land just like it was when the Native Americans were here. Oh, when 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 we took the land for okay, got it. Just yeah. making sure that this is a light movie, yeah. and we're not light, gonna you know light and breezy, yeah, light and breezy. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then we get the uh, the bear POV shot as it yeah. starts stalking around the camp oh, yeah. and starting that fire, and 
I assume the person's on the down downwind taking a shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, right, it's like a what a twenty five foot bear or something like yeah, that. Eighteen foot, two thousand yeah. pound bear, and she doesn't hear it. Yeah. You can hear it. You can hear it breathing, yeah. but she just she's just you know. Well, maybe she's hard of hearing. That explains the horse thing too. But uh, yeah, she was definitely hard of hearing afterwards because she gets got. <laughs> Her ears were chewed off. You could say she even the, got disarmed. Is that, yeah, oh. I was gonna say yeah. Is that the one where she got her arm knocked off? Uh, yeah, which is totally typical bear attack formation. Oh yeah, that's how bears attack. They go for the arms first. They they, sw- they swipe at the arm and then uh, and then she's laying there bloody. Uh, yeah. And I'm going, just it's kind of a waste of meat, really. I mean, oh no, he ate her. He did. He, he, he came back later. Her. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, uh, yeah, that was the whole thing. Was uh, these aren't just bear attacks. He's actually eating his victim. Yeah, okay. Keep mentioning that. I wish she would have seen that. I wish I would have seen him either. Well, I think uh, it, that would have been good. So, yeah, then she comes back from taking her deuce yeah. and sees <laughs> that uh, Gertrude or whatever her name is has been splayed <laughs> out. And then she sees the bear and starts running towards the, the nearby cabin, which, okay, why the fuck aren't you in that cabin if no one's using it? It's just a cabin. It's just a jog uh, away. Yeah. Well, she got in pretty easily. Like the door was unlocked or something. Yeah, like she's she kind of like cabin cabin or something in. like that. <laughs> yeah, well, the, they can't have a fire in there, I guess. Uh, that, yeah. that, that makes yeah. sense. They just have to snuggle each other for warmth. And right. Yeah. Wait, That's a now movie. I get the flannel joke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but there, bear gets in almost as easily by just tearing down the entire wall. Yeah. Right. <laughs> That's and, how it works, Steve. Duh. And then she screams a couple times and. Did she get like lifted up like into the rafters, basically, or something? That's like that? where she gets found. Is like yeah. out of the, out of the yeah. rafters, and it's like a ten foot ceiling. Yeah. So when Homie goes in to find her, and then he just looks her. You don't. I mean, you you can you can actually in the shot you can see the the the, the a roof. Like it's not. Yeah. Like, yeah. He's the worst, and he's not really investigator, yeah, but, uh, but he's a park ranger. He's, he's not very observant, young man. He's, Elderly man. He's looking for kids smoking pot in his cabin. He's not looking for dead girls hanging True. from the ceiling. He's like, where are those roaches? I can see them down there. Oh, Jesus Christ, there's a dead naked chick in my ceiling. <laughs> see, but he didn't eat that one. He was, well, the bears come back for later. Come back. Yeah, 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 say, hang like where you hide cookies it. from kids and yeah, shit like that. If there's right. anything I know from Schwarzenegger movies, that's how predators do it. Oh, yeah. well. You can come back later, oh. clean off that skull, and take it as a trophy. And wear it. All right. Yeah. I didn't realize. I just I, I, that's just I'm so impulsive when I eat. I just I need to. You gotta think like a bear. I can't. You don't know when you're gonna keep coming up across like flannel-clad women camping. This is a seasonal thing. It sounds like they're just all over the place. <laughs> well, this time of year, but he's got to think about for winter. It's the low-hanging fruit. Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> By the way, uh, when uh, they mentioned afterwards, remember we're not looking for a full body <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's like. Wow, there's people around, guy. You wanna <laughs> keep that like, keep that with like the search party. I, I feel like out of frame, her like the lady's mom's going. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you have to bring that up? Yeah, let's open on the beer. Hey, hey let's do that. Yeah. <laughs> We're about four minutes into the movie. Why not? <laughs> hey, we got him. What is this? this uh, Session IPA. Excellent. With uh, one of the the uh, ales for ALS hops. Thanks, sir. I heard about those. So it's a little, yeah. uh, you know, that that new fangled, new age, you know, tropical smelling kind of hops, but uh, still a little dank factor, and uh, it's tasty at four point seven percent. Excellent. Yeah, we had an ales for ALS uh, beer at Bear Bottle. It's the season. Apparently, those hops are free. 
Like you yes. sign up for it. You just sign up for it and they send it to you. And you have to get you then you're like, okay, I'm gonna pay you a dollar for every pint. Yeah, which yeah, is yeah, that yeah. Makes sense. kinda cool. That's their fundraiser. Yeah. yeah, and in fact, uh I think last year I was talking to the guys at Bear Bottle. They're if you don't know what to do with it, they have like an ales for ALS ale recipe that mm. they will give you too. Like if you just have no idea what you want to do with it, they they'll be like, Here, here's the recipe that we recommend and I feel like if you're gonna sign up to get a hot blend every year, like for something kinda of cool like this, then you should already know. Yeah, you should have an idea. Yeah, I feel like you have no business <laughs> signing up for this if you haven't you know, I don't I I can't think of a single pay, pale ale or IPA or anything. Can't uh. <laughs> I'm I'm happy that it's a fundraiser that works and mm-hmm. that if there was, say, a brewery out there who wasn't real creative necessarily, but wanted to pitch in. They have they have the ability to have a good beer on tap. That's true. With these cool hops. Yeah, that's, I'm just, that's the way I look at I'm it. I'm more cynical about it. I <laughs> <laughs> want we're good. Like I said, a little dank and um, a little yep. bit of like grapefruit or yeah, a little mm-hmm. tropically. Yeah, nice and light, not over the top. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly, and that's I think what a lot of like we're used to on the West Coast is we're we're turn this into the beer show. Um, yeah. Oh, it's beers and bad movies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is we're used to session IPAs being, you know, five point eight percent pale ales or uh, IPAs. That's yeah. and that's what this for me. This beer is what that style represents. Mm-hmm. Is a lower gravity beer with some body hopped like an IPA would be. But we get a lot of breweries out here on the West Coast that it's just hop water. It's a like two row, yeah. and and then just tons of hops, and there's nothing to carry anything, and it's kind of like, eh, I don't want any more of this. But this yeah, it's like usually kind of like one yeah. note, and it's just hop, and, yeah. But there's no body to it. Yeah. <laughs> As somebody who uh, is very Simcoe sensitive, I appreciate the restraint with the hops. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah, it's I been agree. mentioned on this show many times. Me and my. Lack of lust for the Simcoe. The cat pee <laughs> thing. I do a lot of cat pee and cypress off of it, and it's just not my thing. No, those are bad. That's a bad hop choice. Like for the the Simcoe, it just it's it's all about when when they're grown. It's about hop selection too. Sometimes mm-hmm. breweries just can't get the choice ones. Like yeah. you know, the larger craft breweries go yeah. and get the first. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, come on! If you're growing choice Simcoe and Sierra Nevada says they'll pay you double what you're offering for the top line. Why are you not gonna do that? Yeah, well, they just get they just get called first. Like uh, we were talking to Jeremy from Lagunitas, now Heineken, boo. Um, <laughs> several years ago, and he was talking about it. He goes, "I'll send I send crops back all the time, selections all the time, especially Simcoe because it has that cat pee, and it just if it's not good, I'm not gonna buy it." So they buy the most, and they get the first choice, and that's just kind of what happens. If you're Joe Schmo's Brewery, yep. you're not really gonna. I need eleven pounds for the season. Great. Yeah, I have this cute. leftover from like three years ago. Here you go. <laughs> you know what? Let's round it to 15 pounds for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. You're doing me a favor. Yeah. Speaking of doing a favor, this is when Arthur Scott is called in. The Ranger's buddy. Yeah. The naturalist. <laughs> right. Who is apparently living with a family of deer when he is found. I... Well, you know, you need hobbies. Everyone needs hobbies, and I feel like if you're in the mountains, um, the the thing, you can either per- stop yourself from going totally insane or just embrace it. And yeah. I feel like that's what he was doing. Oh, you gotta embrace, embrace it. it. He was just yeah. embracing He said, well, look, the, here's the call of the wild. I need to I need to go sniff deer butts real fast. Steve, <laughs> when we move to the mountains, don't think I'm not gonna go live with deer for a while. Mm, just mean, for a little bit, though. I mean, you know, visit for a weekend or whatever, but he seemed to be like, I don't know, crashing on their couch or something. <laughs> just well, following him for the season. I well, mean, and he yeah. didn't put his phone on silent, which is, yeah, so oh, that's, that's his fault. Oh, yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, you gotta put it on vibrate at least. Yeah. 
so the rangers are searching for the killer bear together. So there's the lady ranger and her friend. Yes. And they, they're looking for the killer bear. But uh, uh, we're not going to find no killer bear here around this waterfall. I'm going to go check over here. Oh, cool. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to soak my feet a little bit. I'm going to hike up to the... Uh, or he, yeah, he's going to hike up to the peak and look around for a while. All right. While she uh, she soaks her feet, which I guess is code for titties. Yeah, <laughs> she, yeah, she got totally... Yeah. Well, you know, she goes, well, feet, I might as well just do the whole thing. She leaves her granny panties on. She does do that. She does do that. Uh, not for very long, though. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we get the bare POV shots as she's, you know, disrobing, we'll mm-hmm. say. Mm-hmm. You know, again, while she's looking for a killer bear. That's yeah. when I take my break. And we then... definitely be shoeless, want to be shoeless in the forest while looking for killer animals. Yeah. That's like Animal Hunting 101. 101. And that's why she was going behind the waterfall to soak her feet. Spoiler the bear's there. Ow. What? <laughs> and she was snacked upon. <laughs> yeah. Well, and you know that because the water turned to chocolate, and that was, that was <laughs> then. I then all I want to do is watch Willy Wonka. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know that happened, and uh, it's too bad. Uh, so they continue to search. Uh, they go on the helicopter. Sorry, another. He seems to have a pattern. He seems to like women and is always moving. Ah, oh, that sounds like my life. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the seventies. <laughs> yeah, and we were. T- I, I forget where it, we were uh, in the movie if we had already passed it or not. But when the uh, the the lead guy, I forget his name, um, went Kelly. to pick up. Yeah, yeah. Kelly. Kelly. He's a ranger. Kelly <laughs> went to pick up his date or whatever. The gal. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and first of all, like that was the. It feels like that's the first time that the director found the microphones is when the, <laughs> right. the lady's dad started smoking her his pipe yeah. it's like he was using the microphone as a pipe stem and it was high fidelity pipe smoking and it was really amazing <laughs> and then and then kelly comes in and basically instantly starts harassing this poor poor gal where yeah. it's like oh uh what do you say um why don't you write a book how to avoid responsibility and she's uh. like oh i was supposed to meet you first of all it, that's not avoiding responsibility, yeah. schmuck. She, she's helping her dad out with the thing. Can you be nice? You've only known her for two weeks. Also, shouldn't he be looking for a killer bear? I, well, there's that. Well, you know, I, I think this was before. Yeah, was it was before. a little bit before, but uh, I, it just it struck me when you know when you said uh, you know oh the seventies. It's like the seventies yeah. was definitely the time to be hyper aggressive to your date. Yeah. Even like in the Rockford Files, where I, I always point this out to my wife whenever we're walking, I just grab her by like the elbow like this. We were and we're just like walking, and that was just considered being a caring young man yeah. on a date. And it's like, no, you grab the lady by the arm and kind of lift her shoulder up. Oh, so did you have a good day at work? And it's just it was the very weird aggressive time, and and this guy uh, um, takes the cake on weird and aggressive. Yeah. You see, you say that, but in Rockford Files, I feel like. Uh... Beth doesn't take any of that shit from any of the guys. So. Uh, Beth, Beth Davenport doesn't take anybody's shit. She really doesn't. <laughs> There's a lot of, get your hands off me. <laughs> That's why she's the true hero. I have shit. work to That's do. True. Like, keep you out of jail. It is a full-time job. <laughs> and yet you pay me the least. <laughs> I do have other clients, Jim. <laughs> uh, what are we doing that spinoff podcast? <laughs> oh, oh, I'm ready. So yeah. do we do that before we do the critic or after we do the critic? <laughs> now the critic will be like a couple of months. There's only like 20 episodes. And anyway. Is that before or after Duckman? Private <laughs> Dick Family Man. <laughs> uh, coming next week. No. Oh yeah, we get this is where we get the description of, of uh, oh, based on these bite marks and the claw marks halfway up a tree, 
We're looking at a grizzly that's 18 feet tall and 2,000 pounds. And it's from the Ice Age when they were strictly carnivores. Yeah. And this is the first time we've seen one in about a million years. And it's yeah. like, okay, where has it been? Where is, Are we to believe these bears have just been living in that forest And they've unabated? encroached on them. Hey, man, Bigfoot, I guess. You know, guess, you work, you work yeah. in some of the Bigfoot lore. He's and been eating the Bigfoot. That's it. I mean, that's that's eating, why you don't see him. He's been mm. eating the Bigfoot, who are, you know, like, you know, omnivorous and fairly gentle and whatever, but because we've been encroaching on their territory, the big feet, there's less and less of them. That's why they're they have less out. territory. Mm. But so now their natural predators, the Ice Age grizzlies, are having to feast on the next best thing to a Bigfoot. Naked Flam. ladies. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean... <laughs> I feel like if for a Jaws ripoff, I feel like in Jaws we've at least seen more, by at this point in the movie, more than we've of the than we've seen of the bear. I kind of appreciated that we didn't mm. see much of the bear. Really? Because I, I, I felt like, why are you building suspense? It's not like it's going to be a mangled bear or whatever. It's just, it's a, it's <laughs> a bear. It's a prophecy or whatever <laughs> that movie was. <laughs> it's just, it's a bear. It's, I mean, I guess it's the same thing like with, with Jaws, but at least you got like focused on Jaws, like the mouth for a while, and you could actually take in how big everything was. Like this is like, here's a, here's a hand. <laughs> and then that's it. And you're like, oh, I'm, yeah. And then suddenly when you go to the POV, you're like, oh, I'm, I can really imagine that hand coming at me. I'm scared. I'm scared for the, for the lady with the underwear. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's hard to make the, uh, the guy in the bear suit look too, uh, too intimidating. <laughs> from all the angles. This is all real bears right. all the time. Yes. Many species of real bears. We then go to a campground. They're yes. singing camp songs that are all, of course, public domain because, you know. Okay, so we've run into this... Sorry, there's a cat attacking you. Oh, it's all right. It's a bear attack. <laughs> Speaking ah, of vicious animal attacks. Help me. If we um, see the people... I, mean, I have all my clothes on. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Feel free to chuck him across the room. I would never do that. He would love it. Because <laughs> he's a weirdo. But, uh, yeah, so we've run into this before, the public domain songs that are weirdly placed in movies. This one, I feel like they actually did a better job with it. Well, yeah. I yes. can picture these kids singing, like, Wheels on the Bus and stuff while camping. Like, yeah, well, these, these feel appropriate. The uh, the drunk teenagers singing, yeah. like, Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star or whatever from whatever movie. We're... Roll over. That's roll it, over. And the one and down and the other and around. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> yeah, one I, I don't see that happening in a college town too often. <laughs> they all rolled over and one fell out there yeah and it's like there were however many in the bed and the little one said i spent too many years as a summer camp counselor i know i know too many of these songs yeah yeah that were, that's right it was dogs it was the drunk kids dogs, at the yeah. kegger were singing the rollover song <laughs> kids camping get to sing wheels on the bus though no like, yeah, absolutely that felt much more natural yeah, and then there's the uh, I guess the counselors, the lovers are about to get down. Yeah, um, but after course, he chucks his Schlitz. Yeah, yeah, drink, yeah okay, yeah, was Schlitz. Wow. I was wondering. Oh yeah, that's pull tab Schlitz, oh, yeah. man. Let's go. <laughs> Let's drink it. Uh, but their uh, their coitus is interrupted as uh, a grizzly shows up and basically just swings the lady around. Yeah, <laughs> she looked like she was auditioning for Cirque du Soleil. Like yeah. she had like the arms <laughs> kind of back and she was just being swung. <laughs> kind of around why don't we see that mechanism put that in a bear suit i don't know yeah she's like the well, show me people something. just spitting around in the drapes or yeah. whatever <laughs> show me some show me some blood let's go uh, oh, so victim number four and so far another naked all lady. female <laughs> we call that a, a, a oh my god 
Motive Paparanda? What the fuck is that? Motive Operandus? That's the one. <laughs> <laughs> a Popeye Operandi? <laughs> you, know, you know, the things the detectives say. <laughs> we call it an M.O. <laughs> That's the one, yes. My favorite bit, uh, I think it was a little bit before that, when, when we first get introduced to Scott, or Scotty or whatever, when he's talking about, like you were saying, the how old the animal is and how big the animal is. Remember when they land a helicopter... And he gets out because Kelly's like, I think I see the the, the thing, whatever they're hunting, right? Yeah, yeah. And he go and he almost like Dick Cheney's this dude because yeah. he's like twenty oh, feet yeah. away. So for, again, he's a terrible detective. He's twenty feet away from this other guy in like a deer suit, essentially. <laughs> and he almost like he he almost shoots him. And he's like, No, no, whoa, whoa, whoa! First of all, you're standing straight up like a what would a bear yeah. do? Stand straight up. So you're lucky you didn't get gut shot. Yeah, but. Just what a just what a terror! This is why the movie took so long. I feel like any other capable person would have figured out where the bear was twenty minutes ago. But, <laughs> but he's, he's like, not, he's not a detective. He's a park ranger. Yeah, he's supposed but to be I, on a kid smo- smoking pot in the woods. I feel like he should at least have a little bit of uh, a little bit of detective or, or know the land enough. Or I don't know, man. It just. It was real weird. High country. They don't usually go up there. Nobody's familiar with that. They're not even in trails. Although when they tell the the hikers to clear out, there seemed to be a shit ton of hikers. There was like it was like the uh, the the organic farmers market was giving away free granola, dude. It was just every sort of seventies backpacker just running. How did the word spread that fast? I don't know. I mean, you get the voiceover, but do they have radios? No, they don't have radios. Oh, you know what? Uh, The helicopter guy must have gone over the loudspeaker. And he was like, uh, yeah. who was like, guys, it's REI Day at Disneyland. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, so then, after the fourth victim, mm-hmm. uh, they form a hunting posse. Yes. They hire the local hunters. Yeah. And we get a scene similar to dogs a bunch of drunk guys in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> and it was, I mean, I don't know much about hunting, but. Uh, I feel like the one thing you do want to do is make a ton of noise oh, while yeah. you're hunting the thing that you want, like in just packs of people screaming and yelling. Um, to that's the only way to to disorient your prey. Yeah. Well, to be really, fair, and then sneak up on them. To be fair, they're hunting a bear who wants to eat hikers. They have to act like hikers. Mm. They should have brought a couple females with them. I know, right? Should have. <laughs> a couple naked ladies just wandering around. Had a fire going. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Some well, flannel. well, then the hunters. Okay, so this is where it got a little weird for me. There were like three or four hunters in a little camp. They had the fire going. All of them were sleeping at the same time mm-hmm. while they're looking for a killer bear that's mm-hmm. eating people in the woods. Yeah. Uh, luckily, a bear does attack, but it's a black bear cub, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they think, ah, we got bait. Yeah, we do. <laughs> So we've we have been negligent, the three of us, to mention up how until this you. point how much denim is Ooh. involved with this movie. Oh yeah. Um helicopter pilot is dressed head to toe in denim. Mm-hmm. Like I'm pretty sure his cowboy hat's made of denim. <laughs> like he's supposed to be the head of biology at Southwestern University. <laughs> That's a dog's reference. Uh that Wasn't episode'll there? be out by then. Was <laughs> there a dog episode. Oh, there was a much like in this movie, there's a gentleman wearing his blue tight blue jeans with oh, a yeah. denim button-up shirt with a denim jacket. Hell yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. It's tight as shit. I it's, love it. It's, it's a look. <laughs> I love it. 
the old Canadian tuxedo. I love it. Oh yeah. <laughs> Maybe this is in Canada. I don't, know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. They're not. They're not really nice. So. <laughs> yeah. No. No. They're too drunk. They're just appropriating. Yeah. It's all right. Yeah. And Schlitz. They. They don't. I don't think they allow that in Canada. <laughs> oh yeah. No. I've seen Strange Brew. That would never be allowed. <laughs> no, it's too much flavor. Yeah, but they set the trap with the cub. Uh, yeah, you, you guys seen Lost World? You see how that turned out, right? Um, <laughs> Where's the goat? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they get distracted somehow when the hunters are looking specifically for where the bait is. They hear a noise over their shoulder. They all turn around. When they turn back, the cub is gone because the oh, grizzly ate it. Shit. <laughs> Which and they had to tell you. And I think the first rule of, of filmmaking is show don't tell. Yeah. But they had to just explain. <laughs> what happened? I'm going. Oh God! It's the gr- gr- most gruesome thing I'd ever seen. Yeah. Then I reached out of the cup, and he was like, "Ah, ripping it over," and then tossed it over there, and then he uh, did a backflip. It was amazing. Yeah, you should have seen oh, it. Everybody seen it. Too bad well, we couldn't film it. Anyway, well, he won't be doing it for a while though, because now he's eaten. Oh, wait, but this is two thousand pound bear. He's still hungry. Indeed. But <laughs> oh, they did find out that it's a male. They did. Yes. Only the males are cannibalistic. Like mothers eating their young is a pretty common thing across the animal, across the animal world. I I think so too, and I also feel like weren't they making the differentiation between a black bear and a grizzly bear? Yeah. Yeah. So it wasn't. I mean, is it still cannibalistic if it's the same? If it's a different species? I mean, is it a different species? Yeah. I mean, I think it's a hate crime. But well, that's that's very clear. That's very clear. So we're looking for a racist two thousand pound grizzly bear. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Who only eats women, so he's also misogynist. Rah, women still in all the jobs. <laughs> now I know why this is he's shot in Georgia. Too. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect southern. It'd be great. Build a wall. <laughs> <laughs> Clean coal. Uh, throughout this time, we get uh, the chopper pilots. Uh, I just have written down as the the doll's eyes story. Yes. <laughs> when he was in the shit. <laughs> Mac and Nam. And, uh... So, alright, so he had mentioned that he'd hunted all up and down, when they were debating what kind of bear it was originally, mm. that he'd been hunting all up and down these mountains. He's never seen a grizzly bear down here. So he's, he, we've, we confirm he's an, an established hunter. Then when he talks about he when he was in the shit, how he'll never kill anything. He's never killed anything since Nam, and uh, like not even a fly. And so, which is it? Is he a hunter? Well, you might have been a hunter before Nam. So he hunted all up and down those hills when he was fourteen. Yeah. Okay. Sure. And, and then he and then he went over to Denang and did some hunting over there, and okay. then swore got, it off. Got his ears right? and came yes, out. hey, he got his ear <laughs> necklace. He's like, ah, I, I've already got four. I don't need any more. And then. Alright. And then you forget, you close that chapter. Yeah, yeah I mean, you know, I mm-hmm. guess, like, you want to retire while you're on top. Yeah. Well, sure. Yeah, absolutely. Unless, un- until you're on a necklace, and then that's what you want to avoid. Yeah. And yeah. now he's on to heroin. It, yeah. It's a, it's, yeah. it's a progression. Heard. Oh, and this is when we get the ranger up in the lookout post. Oh, yeah. yes. R.I.P. to a real one. That guy. <laughs> he was the first person to exclaim, it's the grizzly. He let yeah. everyone know where it was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, they, they were miles away or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, hiking, Very looking good. around. Yeah. He was, at, he was, he's the guy who was doing his job. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> and it cost him his life. <laughs> That's also true. This is why you never give 100% people. <laughs> <laughs> 85 tops. Right. <clears throat> 
That, yeah, they knock the tower. knocks the tower over. Falls down with one board. It shows you the oh, structural yeah. integrity of, of buildings in the seventies was not oh, yeah. what it should be. It was not up to code. Just take one board out, and the whole thing collapses. I feel like a strong oh. wind would have uh, sent that thing. Yeah, they're missing the point. That's the strength of this grizzly. Oh, I didn't get That's that. Right. I he, just, I just thought of like how poor <laughs> the architecture was. He tore right through that one by eight support beam. Oh my god, he did. Made out of balsa wood or no, whatever. That was like a ten by ten support beam. Oh, oh shit. Pretty no, sure. it was. It's a strong bear. <laughs> it, was, it was ironclad steel. Yeah, it was reinforced <laughs> with rebar. So they make bridges out of. Treated and all that bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it all shattered when it hit the ground. <laughs> <laughs> the strength of the grizzly. He just like, stared it with his steely eyes. <laughs> Gra- gravity's different in the national park system. <laughs> Obviously. Uh, so that's number six. For the body yeah, count. And the first confirmed male? First confirmed male. That's right. Yeah, that's now right. the bear's really pissed off. <laughs> and then uh, and then we go back to, I guess, the, the main ranger station, and we have a reporter interviewing Stephen King? Right? I, yeah, <laughs> okay. he looked very uh, <laughs> King-ish. Very, a little too tall, but, you know. Yeah, and then there's the uh, confrontation. Uh, ranger Kelly uh, talking to uh, the director, I guess, of the park. And basically, it's like, you, you, you just wanted this to be brushed under the rug, and blah blah blah. Go to Washington to get a plastic office. What are you talking he's, about? A plastic he's office. he's yeah, using this incident to further his career. He doesn't care about the park. Yeah. Oh, do we have another Ooh. beer? We do have another beer. This is uh, a Imperial Stout, eight point nine percent, called go. the Grackle. Ooh. Heck yeah. Which sounds supernaturally, Ooh. but it's not. It sounds uh, half grizzly, half jackal. <laughs> the sound of that. I think it's your next movie. Um, <laughs> the Greco. Apparently they're like a bunch of weird birds all throughout the South. I don't pour a whole lot, but... Oh, wow. I mean, it's it's almost 9%, but it doesn't taste like it, first no, of all, which doesn't. is why I'm only pouring a little bit. I say, we ain't got to drive. <laughs> <laughs> I will definitely leave it. No, when we're done, I'm pouring this out. You can't have any more. Um, Aww. But um, <laughs> light does not penetrate that beer. That is a no. black beer with a dark brown colored head. But again, not super over the top. Very approachable. Oh, wow, yeah. Yeah, it's it's surprisingly kind of dry for mm-hmm. like it's it's big and it's roasty and a little on the dry side. Yeah, this this could this is dangerous. Wow, so if you yeah. didn't know about beers and someone was like Imperial Stout and you went and tried it, this wouldn't offend you like something like I don't know the Dark Lord or whatever, where it's just oil, yeah, yeah. all little chlorine. <laughs> yeah, people... yeah, this is kind of light and dry, like a like an export stout almost. Mm. I don't know when people whenever people say they want to try a uh, Imperial Stout, I just get them get them an old Rasputin. That's all you gotta do. Yeah. That's the pinnacle. Yeah, yeah that's that's and the answer to everything. And then you apologize because you've got them hooked and they'll never be able to find it ever again. <laughs> right. You can find old Rasputin. Come on, man, I need that Rasputin. <laughs> My favorite part in that in that scene um, was uh, the director going, Is there anything I can do? And Kelly goes, No, he had a family. Oh, got it. Okay, great. They, they okay. got everything covered then. All right, so, well then. Yeah, and then yeah. the director's response to that is, I'll send flowers. Are you guys having the same conversation? Yeah. <laughs> is this, is this, this is how, do you need anything? No, they had a family. Yeah, uh, yeah, no, Kelly's saying his family's better off without him. Yeah, he's like, no, no, he had a family. They're actually <laughs> oh, no, He's right got now. a family, they're fine. Yeah, now. They're... I'll send dip. Like, <laughs> they got benefits. 
don't know. <laughs> no, 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 no. He was sleeping with a woman who had a family. Uh, now she doesn't have to explain it to her <laughs> husband. It did feel like those two characters honestly were in different scenes at the same time. <laughs> they were their dialogue was very weird. <laughs> Meanwhile, the continuity guy's like, "Oh shit, I think got the pages mixed up." <laughs> um, Eleven comes after uh, thirty-four, the, the, right? Is this after the waterfall scene? <laughs> got it, Steve. Continuity guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I really? give him the benefit of a doubt. Yeah. You know? This is a professional movie, damn it! Right? Slash security guard from yeah. the director of Day of the Animals. Well, the problem was that they had the uh, the, am- the the bear wrangler doing the continuity, and he was a little bit busy with the bears. <laughs> Bongo, no! <laughs> <laughs> Where'd my lines go? <laughs> I'll be in my trailer. <laughs> uh, then we go across town to where a little boy is playing with his bunny. Yes, yes. by the way, that is the best behaved bunny in the history of bunnies. Oh, like, yeah. I'm surprised it wasn't pissing all over the kid. <laughs> oh my god, if somebody grew up with rabbits, like, that kid should have been, like, shredded. It yeah. Have done. There's, it's called a rabbit kick when they go after you with their back legs. Cats do it, too, because they're assholes. Pretty sure that bunny was doped up. <laughs> oh, that rabbit was totally doped up. They were like, buddy, here's some marijuana. All right, here you go, Yeah, the kid. helicopter pilots, you want some of this? <laughs> That's where all the stash he was looking for. That's a whole different vibe on the movie. The bunny was actually going in and eating all the roaches off the cabin for us. Uh, that's why he was super chill. Uh, hey, man, when you're living in the forest, you got to chill. And also, is... who's living in the forest? Can we just talk about yeah. that? <laughs> you're living in the national forest where they have national park rangers, and here's just, you know, the little house on the Somebody's got to watch the farm. I guess. <laughs> Someone's got to tend to the rabbits. That's what they were encroaching on. So are you guys, are you guys saying that they were squatters? Like... <laughs> they, were, they probably, they were probably grandfathered in. But no Native Americans. But nope. if you built a cabin before the National Park Service was in fact, mm-hmm. then you could yeah. you can stay there. As long as you're about the shade of Tom Petty, you're good. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, but the bunny gets away, runs out the fence towards the forest. Oh, going for more weed! So little, uh, little Bobby will say, uh, he goes Bobby. running off. Come back, Bobby! Come There's some back. noise. The music's Hello, rising. Bunny? Is that you? And he comes back with the bunny. <laughs> Which, I, by this point in the scene, the white picket fence has gotten more screen time than the bear. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just point that out. Um, but the thing about that scene so far is it was really nice to see a young Steve Buscemi playing with his mom. It was really good. Like, you know, these kind of like gems that you find, these old actors that we know now back in their, their original starting time. It's really great. Mommy, come back. <laughs> Holy fuck, it's a bear! (laughs) Uh, But the kid gets hit, so... uh, One swipe, and that kid's losing arms and legs. Yeah, yep, yep. And the mom gets it too, or, you know, little little Misty Buscemi. Spoiler alert, Bobby's still alive! They have a shot where he's missing an arm and a leg! (laughs) If you can call it a shot, it's like half a second. Yeah. Well, they gotta keep it PG. <laughs> True. Yes. Yeah. Well. Yes. And PG rules back then were very. And I feel like you know the the, the bear goes after the kid, and then Steve Buscemi mom um, attacks the bear, and I feel like it was very Harambe esque. We're like <laughs> the bear was probably just protecting the child, and we should have let it play out and see what yeah. happened before starting to fire off some shots, um, and then Buscemi gets it. I'm sorry, I don't remember 
the mom pulling his dick out and <laughs> like, ah. that came way after. I was yeah. like, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> in the you don't remember in the '80s the dicks out for Grizzly like that. His brother dicks out like going. I did note the uh, in the soundtrack that that moment they had a little theremin action, so I gave yeah. five points yeah, in my life for theremin. We were watching it, and was Steve like, oh. was like, who's playing a theremin in yeah. my forest? Is that, is that, the, is that bunny music? What yeah. is that? It's, uh, That's it's, the noise bunnies make, obviously, guys. Yeah. Have you never had a rabbit? That The Beach Boys, <laughs> they were playing bunnies the whole... Yeah. Um, yeah, it was it was really weird, and it almost felt like the music for the, for the Grizzly kind of got a little more, like... Um, mischievous instead of <laughs> ominous as yeah. the movie went on it was like a little more playful like that's huh that's interesting choice London Philharmonic <laughs> right <laughs> and then the bears running through the forest I don't know what song I was doing there it's like Smurfs or something <laughs> it sounded like a Peter and the Wolf to me a little bit but... yeah, there we go <laughs> Uh, but yes, uh, so yeah, mom gets eaten. Little little Bobby's gonna be all right, apparently. Somehow, think. like army crawls into the house to call nine one one. Yeah, because <laughs> nobody knew up, he was up I there. Don't think they have a phone. I think somebody just randomly. Somebody was like, "What's that smell? Oh my god, there's corpses." <laughs> <laughs> the bunny went for help. So we went, "Oh look at this little bunny covered in blood." What is it, Texter? <laughs> when they thump their legs, it means there's trouble. <laughs> he knows Morse code. Yeah. <laughs> when they pee on you, that means that you should follow them. When they follow the trail. But yeah, so they hang up a deer as bait for the bear. That, Ke- yeah, Kelly and the helicopter pilot yeah. fly the helicopter. And you forgot to mention, too, that uh, Scott is on pony back. He doesn't even have a full horse, oh, he's got yes. a pony <laughs> riding up the mountain. Because one of my favorite scenes is coming up. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so, so they, uh, yeah, Kelly and the helicopter pilot are hanging the deer up. Uh, they spot the grizzly. They go chasing after it, but they lose it behind some brush. They go back to the helicopter and the deer. The grizzly snagged the deer out yeah. from under him. Uh, so they're, they're trying to get a hold of Scott. And he's like, I'm riding around. I'm looking for the grizzly. And then he hears a noise behind him. And his horse, his pony, is getting a little spooked. <laughs> yeah. He raised forward just a little bit. Oh no, there's the grizzly! And with one swipe, that fucking grizzly takes that pony's head off. Decapitates <laughs> the horse. It's not a horse, it's a pony, Steve. Whatever. That is not a full-size horse. Whatever, the message has been sent by Don Corleone <laughs> at that point. <laughs> right. Yeah, but is it as impressive a message if it's like a, if it's, you know, like a Shetland versus like if it's a full-grown thoroughbred? <laughs> I mean, the, the, as long as the point is made. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so a little horse decapitation, uh, and then of course Scott gets uh, knocked around a bit. Yeah, and, then... and he gets he gets and then he gets buried. <laughs> yeah, and the bear buried. Yeah, he's gonna get the bear's gonna come back from uh, later. That's what bears do. Yeah, apparently, I, uh, apparently bears also knock down towers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they <laughs> do mean, a lot of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we forgot too. The autopsy on the very first victim. The bear ate all its skin off, drank all its blood. Yeah, like like licked its skin off or something. And then like that, and then saying. chewed its feet off. As yeah. bears will do. Well, and then they even said bears don't eat like this. Yeah, no 
and then he finished off by eating up asshole first. It's like, yeah. uh, okay, wow. That's... Well, that's a very modern bear because ass specific? eating is in right now. It's big. <laughs> it's... Really? Yeah, it's Just a thing, man. That's uh, it's <laughs> internet <laughs> culture right now. Nope, false fake news. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but then we soon realize Scott isn't dead. Oh, he starts crawling, get getting out under the brush. Must get to must, my gun. Must get get. Oh shit! The bear's back. <laughs> <laughs> Which Scott was like the best character. I feel like he was the best actor. To be oh, honest, yeah, for right sure. He did he, best line delivery. But uh, you know, well, that's why he had to come back to die twice. Yeah, oh. might eat this sandwich. He's always eating a sandwich. I was I feel say like he's yeah. from Boston. We, we missed Just the part eating we, sandwiches. We we missed mentioning that he's eating a sandwich in every scene. So what I'm hearing or is... or sleeping. Yeah, he's sleeping and eating stuff. Because yeah. he can't do it when he's out living with the deer. No. Yeah. He's living on, like, tender herbs and grasses. That's true. <laughs> so what I'm hearing is in the reboot, uh, Scott will be played by Brad Pitt from yeah. Ocean's movies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, obviously... That actually works out pretty well. Obviously, Kelly's going to be the rock, so... Yeah, yeah. Oh, who plays the helicopter pilot? Hmm. Who looks like he's been doing a lot of heroin and could have survived Nom? Johnny Depp. There you go. Hey, here we go. <laughs> I think that's too close to reality. I, right I was going to say Jim Carrey. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, have you guys seen the trailer for that new show he's doing, Kidding? Mm-mm. No. Check it out. Does it he have looks his full weird. beard? No, he plays like a, like a Mr. Rogers kind of character, oh. and it's from uh, it's by the director that did like uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind mm. and uh, mm. Sleep uh, Science of Sleep and all that. So okay. it's like the weird kind of. Yeah, check it out. It's pretty it looks pretty awesome because i saw i we watched an interview with jim carrey and he was in full beard and it was uh it was fascinating Mm. he's a fascinating human being (laughs) (laughs) and i say Uh, interview it was comedians in cars getting coffee so it was mm. him and jerry seinfeld hanging out drinking coffee yeah and yeah i feel like jim carrey's like reached a level of being that very few of us will ever obtain. Well, yeah, because he's done everything. He's a rich dude who's done everything, and he just does. Like what, else, McCarthy. what else do you do? They went to his painting room. I am a painter. His painting room was bigger than my entire house. Of course, just lined with the most expensive paints in the world. Like mm, I'm just like, oh, that shelf Scrumbachers. I recognize the label. That whole shelf is nothing but golden. So those are twenty seven dollars a tube for the student grade. <laughs> right, and for for him, it's like uh, you know, he probably found that in his couch cushions. You know what I mean? Oh, he, yeah. he he finds knots in his couch cushions. Okay, I'll just peel off some money and buy some paint. He doesn't care. Yeah. That's his residuals from like Ace Ventura when nature calls or something yeah. like that. <laughs> That's nothing. That is nothing. <laughs> I don't even remember being in the Grinch. <laughs> Jay Leno doesn't spend any of the money he actually makes doing things. He only spends his residuals or whatever. Like <laughs> I don't. I mean, that's like that's the equivalent of living off your investment, like living yeah. off your 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 dividends. dividends. Yeah. 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 God bless, man. But I, it's it's also kind of out of touchy at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> you know, or, well, just like in your example, you're like, I do this thing also, and I can't afford these things, but here's this guy who can, and it just seems very weird. I, I love know. that he does, because he's keeping those companies in business. I am not keeping those <laughs> yeah, companies well, in no. business. Yeah. I like that, like, ooh, I saved up, I can get four pains, and that they're available because Jim Carrey is buying their entire <laughs> line on, I'm assuming, a yearly basis. <laughs> like, no, 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 don't get me wrong, like, I'm jealous in the best way. I want him to keep investing, so these things will be around when I can afford, afford a little hint here and a little touch there. Right, <laughs> this, right. This is where I'm at. I'm, I'm realistic about this. <laughs> they don't make their money, too. <laughs> that's true. Uh, but back in Grizzly. Oh, Grizzly. yes, that's right. We're about to get to the climax. Yeah. Uh-oh. 
Watch so, uh, out. so Scott's just been killed, and you got mm-hmm. Kelly and the chopper guy flying around, and they spot the bear. <gasps> There's the bear! And they set it down, and the bear basically pops up behind them and smacks it and spins the helicopter. Yeah! <laughs> Which is amazing, first yeah. of all. Yeah, well, they didn't see it, because you know, they land in the field or whatever. They're like, ah, I think he's in the woods over there. Nope, surprise, motherfuckers! <laughs> yeah, in, in the clearing. Yeah. 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 They land in the clearing, but before they land, they look and there is no bear. Yeah. And then then suddenly there is bear. Because he's so fast. Because those long legs. Yeah. Bears are are known for their flash like speed. Yeah. They actually are crazy fast. They are, but like like uh, I think they have to get up to speed. I mean, they're two thousand. That bear's two thousand pounds. That's a giant animal. Yeah. So it's like a a step and a half. He's just like he's like burp. Uh, but the helicopter pilot takes a shot at him and misses, no. or maybe hits it. I don't know. Who knows? Bullets don't... Bears apparently can't... This bear can't be killed by mortal weapons. No. <laughs> so... We like the buzzing of flies to him. <laughs> <laughs> so he starts charge, charging at the pilot, no. and he just gets in a big old air, bear hug and just squeeze. Doesn't he, like, use the shotgun as a club for half a second? Yeah, yeah he, he like, holds it like, ah, get like, you, son of a bitch. Ah. <laughs> He's trying, man. He's, He's trying. trying. I mean, what else are you going to do? I mean, while the rangers just... The bear takes like 15 bullets. But there's only one thing that can take out the bear. A fucking rocket launcher. <laughs> yeah. By the way, most satisfying kill in a movie? <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> this is a very satisfying well, ending. Since there wasn't any uh, bear breasticles in the uh, waterfall <laughs> scene, yes, most satisfying death in this movie. <laughs> I feel like th- that guy, he, Kelly had like no no worries because he, I mean, he f- should have come out looking like Two-Face with just half his face gone. Because <laughs> yeah. that explosion was so <laughs> gigantic and he was maybe 20 feet away from this bear yeah. and it just, yeah. there is like, cr- whatever, dude. There is a crater left. Yeah. <laughs> and then it pans away and there's a little flame. A little campfire flame. It's like oh, I just wanted to burn a turd in it. It was yeah. like, it was like, wow, they man, they they really punched that up, and that's God bless him, man. That and you, I think he heard splattering. Yeah, oh, yeah. of the, the things body. falling. Yeah, well, it was like okay, parts not just of the bear, but I assume also of the helicopter pilot. Yeah, <laughs> everything within half a mile, I think, would be gone. I do have to say, I think this last scene is Kelly's best acting in the movie because he has this great. There's a great moment where like he's like, yeah. Fuck! Everyone's dead. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's like, like, I don't know how to fly this helicopter. <laughs> it's kind of messed up anyway. anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's stuck on the side of a mountain alone, and do I have a walkie-talkie? And let's face it, he's a guy. The first thing in his mind isn't like, "Oh shit, all my friends are dead." It's, "Fuck, nobody's ever gonna believe me. Believe this story." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's no one here to there's, back me up. There's no selfies in this day and age where it's like, "No, here's me in the rocket launcher and what's left of the grizzly." <laughs> Look, you can see most of his foot. I feel like there's there's got to be some sort of federal investigation as to how he got a rocket launcher. I mean, or it was, it, 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 it was, it was the helicopter, helicopter pilot. Yeah. How did he get a rocket launcher? He brought it back with him from now. Yeah. How did he do it? <laughs> he, he flew it home. He's a helicopter. I guess. Well, I guess there's sack. there's not a whole lot of regulations when it comes time. Like now, you can't do that. You can't bring yeah, anything back. He's got a friend. He's got a friend. Yeah, with a friend. Yeah, this is the seventies. It was shipping it was... bodies of cars across the very Delorean esque. Like, <laughs> like wait, 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 isn't that an MP3 rocket player? Like, no, no, no. It's uh, my bong. <laughs> oh well, then move along, sir. Hell yeah, it's my water pipe. <laughs> Although my grandpa ended up with a lot of guns from the Korean War. <laughs> there you go. A lot of them we didn't realize he had until after he passed away. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And that's when we get roll credits. 
Grizzly. Grizzly! Ah, <laughs> uh, would we recommend Grizzly? Absolutely. No. Yes. What? No. What? Well, it de- I don't know. It, it depends on what you're into. Uh, keep in mind the last 15 seconds is a grizzly bear getting blown up with a rocket launcher. Uh, it's true. <laughs> it is true. When I watched it on YouTube, so maybe that it ruined my... Uh, oh, you didn't get the set, the, the Criterion Collection? No, yeah, the yeah, Blu-ray. So we, Apparently we watched it on Blu-ray the 4K version. Blu-ray. And, yeah, uh, I mean, it was amazing. I assume it's well, slightly better than YouTube. It was, <laughs> it was shot in something called Todd. Uh, yes, yes, that's right. Todd, Todd AO35. Yeah, yeah, and I'm like, huh. So the version I'm watching, I'm going, okay, it's filmed, it literally says filmed in Todd. Yeah. And I'm going, okay, so whenever you want your browns and dark greens to look as realistic as possible, Todd. (laughs) (laughs) Film in Todd. I believe that's what uh, Kubrick used when he was filming The Shining. Yes. Uh, It really made the whites pop. (laughs) Grizzly was crazy. I was was reading a little bit about it, um, how they worked with the bear, right? Yeah. The bears. Did you read that? uh, The bears, plural. Um, yeah. they had like a, basically the, 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 the big bear, the lead bear or whatever was, um, uh, trained behind like an electric fence. Mm-hmm. And so whenever they were on set with, with a bear, they would have like a green string <laughs> and they were telling the actors to stay on the camera side of the string. Like don't cross the string yeah. or you'll, the bear's going to No, and I'm going, I'm going, Jesus, what is their liability? Like, what is the insurance on that shoot? Like, <laughs> Oh, oh insurance! insurance. <laughs> like, oh my God! Can you imagine? Okay, I got this part, but you're gonna have to be—you're gonna have to be apart from a bear, and then you have a scene with a live bear. Oh, okay. What's my protection? A green string. Don't worry. He thinks it's electric. He thinks. Yeah. Don't worry. It's fine. <laughs> exactly. You're 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 basing your life, your your survival on what a bear thinks, and that's uh, uh, where do I sign? That's really what happens. Now, when he finds out it's not an electric string. Watch out! That's yeah, the day exactly. where what do one you of the think? catering guys like trips on it or something. And the bear's like, "Wait a fucking minute!" <laughs> I oh, got this. See, now. They they provided plenty of uh, rodeo clown barrels for people to jump in. Oh. <laughs> no, no, that mine. It clearly says director. Ah. <laughs> uh, we're gonna take a quick commercial break, and when we come back, we have more fun facts, more beer, and everything we learn from Grizzly. Yeah. Hey, do you like movies? Hey, do you like podcasts? If you do, then come on down and listen to the Home Video Hustle podcast, homie. Hustle, hustle. Every Friday, we talk about whatever movie PJ picks out the bag. What does that mean? Well, every Wednesday on our YouTube page, I pick a bunch of movies at random. Sometimes there's a theme to it, sometimes not. PJ picks the movie out, and guess what? We watch it on Friday. We talk about it for about maybe an hour, hour and a half, whatever we feel like doing. Might give you something good to watch, baby. Come on down every Friday. So come get your hustle on with Home Video Hustle. You can find the show on any podcatcher app, or you can come down to homevideohustle.popping.com. All of them in one place for you. So you can go ahead and binge it like it's Netflix. We ain't the Defenders. Uh, but I like to think we a little bit better than that. <laughs> come out at your boys, man. Come chill with us. Peace. Peace. Happy to have you with us this evening and want you to enjoy every minute of your stay here. Listen to me. Please listen. If you don't, if you won't, if you fail to understand, then the same incredible terror that's menacing me will strike at you! 
Are you ready to enter the sci-fi double feature drive-in? Every month we hold a special double feature with a very interesting theme thought up by your host, the conspiracy-loving Elisa, and yours truly, Jarrett the Kaiju Man Wegelin. We discuss giant monsters, little monsters, genetic abominations, robots gone awry, aliens coming to Earth, cryptids, and anything in between. So join us at the sci-fi double feature drive-in podcast every first and third Thursday of the month. And don't forget to stop by our snack bar first. Hi, I'm Ellen, and I'm scared we exist in the Matrix. I'm Jaslyn, and I'm bad at (laughs) ad-libbing. And you're listening to High High Expectations, Expectations, the promo. For our international listeners, you can appreciate our cute New Zealand accents. For our local listeners, you might bump into us in the street three times in the same hour. Our podcast is about Pop culture. Sexuality. Relationships. Interesting hobbies. Banter and ragging on each other. You can find us on... Apple Podcasts. SoundCloud. Pocket Casts. Podcast Addict. Or anywhere you might like to find podcasts. Yay. Please subscribe. Goodbye. Have you ever watched an absolutely terrible movie and thought to yourself, what were they thinking? Because we sure have. So much so that we named our podcast after it. What were they thinking? Starring me, Nathan. And Brendan. Every other week, we take a bad-to-questionable movie and unpack it, so you don't have to. And then every other other week, we ate your cues with our mailbag. Or, you know, talk about whatever. No big whoop. No, no big whoop at all. So that's What Were They Thinking? You can catch us on Podbean, YouTube, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and more. Also, a ton of platforms that Brendan made up. And we're back. (laughs) Sweetie, what do you think about those ads? Those were the greatest ads that ever added in the history of adding. Woo! (laughs) Ah, I'm a little parched, though. Oh, man. I have something. I don't, I mean, if, you know, if you don't mind. Oh, I mean, sure. If it's here. Something uh, (laughs) suitable for the the finale of Grizzly. Oh, that is a... Or the finally of Grizzly. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> I want to go find a waterfall and open this beer. Um, it's from Lakefront Brewery in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. It is a, a bourbon barrel aged ice box. I'm Ooh. sold. And this is their thirtieth um, anniversary beer. They've been around for apparently um, thirty years. At least thirty years. <laughs> At least. <laughs> so I have not had it. Oh, but uh, yeah. here, I'll let you shake some of that other stout out of there and. Uh, we wouldn't want to mix stouts. No, well, no, 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 no. Never do that. Oh wow. Oh my god. That's it's like twelve percent. Yeah. Yeah. Look at that color. Jeez. Another oh, fun fact: wow. Millie Walke is Algonquin for the good <laughs> land. <laughs> Alice Cooper told me that. Wow. <laughs> this is like, it's like auburn. Yeah. Colored. Isn't it? It's so. It's, yeah. It's really. They did a great job with this color of the beer. Oh mm. yeah. It's got like a nice khaki-colored head. It smells like honey. Yeah, it really does. It smells like honey. Bears would go nuts for this. <laughs> it smells like honey and bourbon. <laughs> mm-hmm. Honey, bourbon. A little I... chocolate, maybe. Damn. This is really good. It tastes like an angel fucked a unicorn. Mm. It's pretty damn good. Twice. Um, <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Malty, 
got a little bit of the alcohol burn, but I mean, it's just it's an ice box. Yeah, aged in bourbon. Just, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. If you don't have that, if you don't have the alcohol burn, it's not. It's got a little bit of a sherryness it. to it, but in a good way. Like, yeah, yeah. Not in a like it, it's in a complimentary way. And often sherry on beers is used not complimentary. This is, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, th- this style it d- definitely can have that. And that's all right. Yeah. Mm. You know, it reminds me a lot of uh, the 50-50 Eclipse. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that's high praise. Which, <laughs> yeah, that shit's amazing. As, as we've mentioned on this, uh, on this here show, Steve and I once got to try the Platinum, and it was the greatest thing that ever entered my, entered my mouth. Oh. <laughs> <clears throat> Oh. You heard me. <laughs> yeah. well, I'll take a second. <laughs> Who wants some fun facts? fun facts? I love fun facts. Super fun facts, because they're fun, fun facts. Yeah. Uh, fun fact. Uh, the writer of this movie, Harvey Flaxman, was in the movie. Oh. oh. He was the reporter that was interviewing Stephen King, apparently. <laughs> the best mustache I've ever seen yeah. in a movie. Indeed. Uh, this ended up being the most financially successful independent motion picture of 1976, huh. earning an impressive $39 million worldwide, breaking records. And the record was held for two solid years until Halloween came around and broke it. Wow. Right. Who set the record? Do you happen to know that? I think the previous record holder of the... Oh, oh, that'd be... Mm. I, I don't know why. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know why that'd be yeah. something like. Yeah, yeah I would like, expect I'm you. Think, like, <laughs> I'm trying to think like independent motion picture before '76 that made a shit ton of money, and I'm like, yeah. uh, I don't know, Exorcist, <laughs> yeah. a boy and his dog. No, <laughs> I mean that's a crazy amount of money. Yeah, yeah. thirty-nine million. Yeah, that was that was surprising because it's. I, I mean, as far as like budget, I would say fifteen hundred a million dollars <laughs> is being generous. Oh, <laughs> it was yeah, probably more like. 300,000 or something. I like mean, the that, most expensive was probably, you know, the bear, and that yeah. maybe had 20, maybe actual bear footage, maybe five minutes of actual footage, yeah. so probably in a day. We forget all the leg, oh, the the leg work, all the leg <laughs> shots. True. That's true. Yeah. Plus uh, the cub, the, guy, they had, the guys had the hunters had the cub. Well, the, the cub, yeah, yeah, but I figure like that's like half. Well, well, the cub that was all the leg bear. shots when it was running. It was obviously a black bear running, but it was it supposed was to be the grizzly. Very <laughs> obviously a black bear. Uh, a bear whose nickname Teddy played the title role. Uh, he was actually 11 feet tall, and at that time was the largest grizzly bear in captivity. Holy cow. 11 yeah. foot tall grizzly bear. That's taller than the ceiling. Yeah, that's insane. That is a huge animal. Yeah. Also, don't demean the bear and call it Teddy. Come on. That's a killing machine. Yeah, that's Theodore, damn it. <laughs> yeah, no, right? Give me some, put some respect on my name. Cause, <laughs> call geez. him the Shredder. Yeah. <laughs> a meat grinder. But his nickname was Dunkle Pants. <laughs> <laughs> so, a sequel to this movie was partially filmed and completed during the early 1980s, but never released. What? It was titled Grizzly 2 The Concert, 1983. Oh. Or it was also called Grizzly 2 The Predator. I like um, the concert, personally. I think it's a nice, soft ring to it. Right. And yeah. uh, very mellow, but still foreboding at the same time. Indeed. A work print of it is available on the internet. Guess who stars in this movie? Charlie Sheen, <gasps> Laura Dern, what? George Clooney, what? and John Reese Davies plays a French Native American. That's right, acclaimed English actor. The and professor from Dr- Sliders? Yes. <laughs> yes, the professor from Sliders is a French that's Native American. How, that's in this how he movie. will always that's who he will always be to me. Not I know. Salah. 
No, yeah. no, he is the professor yeah. for right. sliders. Not the dwarf from the Hobbit movies. Or no, whatever. he's the professor for sliders. It's like, wow, look at the professor from sliders being a dwarf. I feel like that the, the professor from sliders is a, is a title at a burger restaurant. I was gonna say that sounds a little... like and now I'm hungry. It he... sounds like a Guy Fieri yeah. fucking embarrassment. It's like the head chef at a Guy Fieri yeah. <laughs> restaurant. Oh, I'm the like... professor. Oh, welcome to sliders. Would you like to speak to the professor? <laughs> professor of sliders me too be to be honest with you mm. sliders are good <laughs> i'm working on a project anyway. <laughs> steve i'm deep in my research do not disturb me <laughs> <laughs> uh, so there's the movie day of the animals mentioned earlier that was released the following year mm. and is sometimes mistaken for a sequel to this movie mostly because it's basically the same plot cause teddy is in it same director same production company <laughs> same producers and it also stars richard jekyll and christopher george I wonder if it was just a cobbled together like a Frankenstein's monster of this what would wasn't shot wasn't put in like they're yeah. going to do with Leia and the new oh. Star Wars like yeah. just oh we'll just reuse this old footage oh, we have enough for a new movie it's yeah fine. And, and, and and this guy this stunt guy apparently has other animals too he's got a cougar he's got some raccoons and yeah we'll we'll make oh, it look, work we've got a snake in the forest let's film that for twenty minutes we can cut that in somewhere <laughs> hey look hey look he's got a monkey too let's throw that in uh, I don't think the monkeys be in the forest well the fuck not. Maybe the monkey's uh, the reason the outbreak starts. There. Yeah, done. <laughs> Print it. Anyway. Let's write this. Let's write this motherfucker right now. <laughs> also, sweetie, I know you have. Have you seen a movie that came out about three years ago called Into the Grizzly Maze? No. It stars Thomas Jane, James Marsden, Billy Bob Thornton, Piper Perabo. It is basically a reboot of this movie. Really? But like actually shot pretty well like like a fairly high budget like probably a good 20 mil kind of thing jeez i would highly recommend checking it out okay it's surprisingly good especially when like you watch this one and you're kind of craving something a little bit if you watch this and you felt like you needed something a little bit a little bit more cohesive yes but still (laughs) with like grizzlies eating people right which is the pinnacle of of cinematic uh you know this is the thing I don't ask a movie to be more than, like, it's telling me it's going to be Pacific Rim. I had a great time. I just wanted to watch Giant Robots versus Monsters. Yeah, I liked it. I was thrilled to pieces because it delivered on what it promised. This movie is great. It promises you a man-eating grizzly. It delivers in spades. (laughs) That movie was as close to a live-action Neon Genesis we will ever get in our entire lives. (laughs) And the the sequel wasn't, I mean... Plot-wise, it was pretty horrible. But oh, Pacific Rim? Yeah, Pacific Rim. I haven't Rising. seen it. I didn't even know it came out. It's, to be it's it's Pacific Rim, but it's ballsy enough to have it during the day. So Ooh. obviously the CGI kind of shows a little bit. Yeah. But, yeah. I'm getting, sensing a groan of... Judgment. I just wasn't a fan of the main character. Well, nobody is. Finn? <laughs> We're talking about Star Wars again. Nice. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, the yeah. love-making yeah, just went on way too long. <laughs> she, she's the hater on Twitter that's uh, bashing Star Wars now. <laughs> the only one. Yeah. No, but I... she's vocal. So, I have to bring this up because we're on Star Wars. A, uh, a fellow podcast of ours, shout out to the Home Video Hustle, brought up a very good point. People who claim to be fans of Star Wars are really just fans of like two and a half of the movies. Oh yeah, for sure. You're, yeah, I mean, I'm a, I'm a super, not on a super, but I'm a big Star Wars fan. My earliest cinematic memory was watching Return of the Jedi inappropriately at a very young age in the movie yes. theater. And like the Rancor scene, that's what it sticks yeah. out in my mind. And 
I haven't been <laughs> impressed with a, a, a Star Wars movie since, and it just it's kind of disappointing. So are you really a fan if you only I like like, a, like you know an eighth of the franchise? That's a, <laughs> I, I I like the potential for what it has. I like I like its potential. I mean, there's 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 things I do like about it, right? But uh, for the most part, the way the movies are are going, I don't like. I don't the direction like them. they're taking the universe. Yeah, I don't like the the acting choices. I don't like the characters. I don't I don't like that. But I, the universe in general is kind of cool. Um, I, you know, I like seeing the stuff that's happening afterwards. Um, but, but you love the sassy robots, though, right? Oh, everyone who doesn't. Uh, to, to be honest, I mean, Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> you know, um, yeah. I don't know. Am I a Star Wars fan? Maybe I'm not. Yeah, it was just a it was just a point brought up. My core's been shaking now. I know. This and this point <laughs> just also destroyed him. I'm sorry. This point also applies to Jurassic Park is going that way. People who claim they love Jurassic Park love like one of the movies. <laughs> well, three or was it two or three that was the the stinker? We actually have an episode uh, where we compared two and three and. <laughs> We have differing opinions on which one. It was were. number three oh. in the second half of number two. <laughs> that so here's okay. the question: okay. Who do you find more annoying, Jeff Goldblum or Taya Leone? And Jeff Goldblum's daughter. Don't forget her. Yeah, is, is Jeff Goldblum's gymnastic daughter more <laughs> oh. annoying than Taya Leone? <laughs> yeah, but but you know what? That's kids in in movies in general are just kind of always annoying. Also, what's more offensive, a T-Rex in downtown San Diego or Taya Leone? I'm still going with Taya Leone <laughs> on all of these fronts. <laughs> the, the T-Rex is just there for the beer culture, dude. It's not, you know, catching some waves and some brews, bro. Yeah. It's, that's yeah. just what, that's what it... Yeah. Such a poser. It, well, you know, uh, they, they, they couldn't grow that mustache. <laughs> Otherwise. But then he also couldn't, like, tweak it. Yeah, because of the short arms, right? Hard to maintain a mustache with those arms. He, uh, yeah, he, he's always been cool. He just didn't have to grow. <laughs> <laughs> or she, I guess. I don't know. I will say, <laughs> I don't know if that one's the boy or the male or the female. I, I didn't check. <laughs> like they say in Grizzly, you doing a little peeking? Yeah. <laughs> oh, easy, dude. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah. I will I mean, say, you can like, around if you like, but uh, yeah. Oh, idiot! And the, you know, who would probably know. Uh, the pilot guy at the end when he was getting bear hugged. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, ah, he's a boy. <laughs> and he's really enjoying this. Oh, my God. <laughs> he's just so excited. <laughs> I will say the, the most, like, the most, um, I don't know, amazingly aggressive moment, inappropriately aggressive moment in cinematic history. Maybe. We'll see. Um, the part in Jurassic Park where the doctor's like basically pretending to eviscerate that little fat kid. Oh, he's like yeah. basically the kid's going, How he's like, How dare you um talk shit about my favorite dinosaur and let me just give you nightmares for the rest of your life and um tell your therapist I'm not sorry. It's yeah. Highly inappropriate. Went out very hard, but uh <laughs> you know. Um hey, the kid needed to be taught a lesson. That's right. He disrespected Velociraptors. Yeah, no one is does it, that. Is it wrong? I watched that scene and found nothing wrong with yeah. it. Yeah. I thought that's just how parents parented. <laughs> and they they do. It's it's brutal. All right, now the important question: What did we learn from Grizzly? Oh, that's a good question. There's we learned too much, maybe. <laughs> well, I know what I learned from this movie. What did you learn, babe? The only way to kill a grizzly bear is with a rocket launcher. <laughs> <laughs> Should never let you go first. Uh, I learned that only male bears are cannibalistic. Mm. However, mm. I do feel a female bear, a hungry bear is going to eat. Yeah. Bear's going to eat, man. Right. <laughs> I learned never to go behind a waterfall with my bra on. 
Just stick to the rivers and the lakes that you're used yes, to? Yes. Uh, yeah. 100%. <laughs> I learned girls shouldn't go camping alone. they got to have at least one dude there. It's true. Camping just isn't going to pass the Bechdel test. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, does this movie pass the... The Bechdel, the Bechdel test? test? It does, because the two, the first two gals talk to each other... About going to take a shit. Yeah, they don't talk yeah. about a man. It does. This movie wow. passes the Bechdel test. Congre- <laughs> Congratulations, Grizzly. <laughs> <laughs> we have realized the Bechdel test is not a good test for whether a movie is massages. <laughs> movies that are truly awful pass this test, and movies that you don't think are that bad don't. Oh, we, this is something that we have been learning from watching a lot of movies that generally people consider not good, which is stupid. These movies are all amazing. Right, of course. Yeah, very clearly. <laughs> yeah. I feel like, uh, I feel like just to, to anchor your point uh, that, you know, women shouldn't go camping um, <laughs> is because they just, like women, they left the light on. They left the campfire on. Yeah. Some man's going to come back home and, and find there's no more wood to burn because they left all the... I don't know, I'm trying to riff on oh, some worry. stupid jokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, <laughs> don't worry. It's okay. He'll, it's have, okay. Some, he'll have some wood for him. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's a whole other movie. That's why the bear shows up, a guy shows up in a bear outfit. Yeah. And it starts, I'm here to fix your fire. I'm <laughs> <laughs> here to put out your fire. Yeah. <laughs> Which is the opposite of a porn. That would be yeah. a good. That would be a good genre of porn where like, just women are super horny and so, it's like the cooler. I, where like and like this dude comes in and just totally deflates their. Uh, their you didn't build this shit. right. This is not fire safely. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are what the fuck. Are you guys doing? Yeah. Are you you're really gonna wear that? Like you're laying in. Why are you laying in bed? You're gonna get the sheets all wrinkly and they just kind of like <laughs> then they go oh, like I gotta go. It's I do understand you got like four layers of flannel up top, but you're wearing a short Levi skirt. I I don't get it. What are we doing here? Are we? Yeah. <laughs> I brought you some pants. You look cold. <laughs> Your kissing is very moist. Why is it moist? I don't like it. Can I do Only your taxes? You can... <laughs> Only you can prevent wildfires in your pants. <laughs> So Jason, thank you for I'm sorry, Jason slash JP slash Hey Handsome. There you thank go. you for joining us. No, you're very welcome. <laughs> thank Thanks for you having so me over. Much. Where, thank can you find, it. where can we find your podcast? Uh, you can find us on thebrewingnetwork.com and then uh, my podcast, uh, which is way better than the beer podcast, of course, because <laughs> um, it's about Disneyland, is Ears Up uh, Podcast. You go to earsup-podcast.com, ears uh, with a Z. Because oh. uh, at the time we're like uh, this is five years ago, by the way. I, I really wanted to differentiate, and so I said, you know what's cool? You know what the kids do now these days is uh, replace s's with z's. Oh yeah. Um, and I've regretted ever since. Right. It's the dumbest. It's the it's just the stupidest thing you could ever do. And I'm sorry, this was five years ago, so 2013, mm. not 1996. Correct. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. Um, uh, you know, I almost <laughs> well, I was wearing my Jinko jeans at the time, so I'm I'm very behind the time eating warheads. You know, looking at your slap bracelet. Well, yeah. Yeah, repairing it. <laughs> I wore it out. I wore that thing out, man. That thing is cool as shit. Uh, yeah, so you know that's it. And we're all over social media, and you know, follow us and check us out. And uh, if you like Disneyland or craft beer or craft spirits, then uh, I'm your guy. You're in luck. We enjoy all that shit. Hell yeah! <laughs> Excellent. And sweetie, where can we find us? Oh, we are at. <laughs> <laughs> she defers to me. Uh, you can find everything I learned from movies at eilfm.podbean.com. And you can, of course, find us on Twitter and Facebook and all the social medias at eilfmovies. That's everything I learned from movies. Etsy art. 
Uh, I still have my uh, Movie Monsters Who Love Kittens collection available on my Etsy at untidyvenus.etsy.com. That's a goddess who's terrible at housekeeping. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You can also follow me on the Instagram at untidyvenus. I'm about to have a whole bunch of new stuff coming in. Gonna have a really cool enamel pin with a uh, cat and all the moon phases. And it glows in the dark and has glitter because why don't we put everything on it? Because we can. Hell yeah. (laughs) And uh, what about our our catchphrase now? Our our, our new catchphrase that you started? Oh, yes, the salsa, th- uh, by the time this comes out, the Salsa Through a Goose t-shirts should be available in my uh, Tee Public and Redbubble uh, shops. My Redbubble is Izzy Creates, that's all one word, and the Tee Public is just like everything else, it's Untidy Venus. Excellent. So, uh, so Salsa Through, through a Goose is something mm. that my mother has said to me my entire life, and it's the equivalent of water under the bridge, <laughs> or... <laughs> huh. you know, uh, water off a duck's back, and you're like, "Don't worry about it. It's like salsa through a goose." <laughs> <laughs> and See, if, that's, if that if that doesn't deserve to be a t-shirt, <laughs> yeah. nothing does. To be honest with you, I'd rather go shirtless. see the picture. No, <laughs> it's going to be available very shortly, and if you do decide to follow my Instagram, I'll let you all know when T Public has their fourteen dollars sales, so you can all get them cheap. <laughs> nice, hell yeah, that's tight. Excellent. Until next time, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. I'm Jason. And this is Everything Everything I Learned from Movies. Have a good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. We got some more beers.